Hey everyone, quick reminder, don't forget to listen to my new segment, A Moment with Mama, at the end of the episode. This week, Mama shares her thoughts, and before you listen, you need to know that when she makes a comment about Miss Universe, she means Alea. She's convinced that she's Miss Universe. She's actually Miss Texas, we think. You're welcome. Well, it's week four of Peter the Pilot's journey to find love, and it's a doozy. Some guy in Austin and I discussed the sheer coincidence that Victoria F.'s former flame country music star Chase Rice just happened to be on her one-on-one date in a Cleveland-adjacent amusement park. What are the odds? Then we insert ourselves into the mutinous bandwagon, tossing up a few amens as we debate how Peter should have handled Alea's return to the harem. Spoiler, he didn't handle it well. Fasten your seatbelts. Your in-flight entertainment is brought to you by the cello guy in front of the Cleveland courthouse. Admit it, you thought he was an ex-boyfriend, didn't you? You did. I know you did. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 151 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I am here with some guy in Austin to talk about Peter's journey to find love, probably in a windmill. It's week four, and I feel like he's in love with about seven different people. Would you concur? Yes. Now, I think there's a very important leadership lesson that we can learn here. Oh, Uh, please enlighten me. Yeah, it struck me last night while I was watching him fumble around, and boy, did he take a beating. Uh, I mean, that's like the third time he's got an earful from Uh every single person in the room. Yes. Um, Look, if you're driving the bus... uh, Okay. You got you got to have a roadmap. You know, you got to know where you're going, and okay. you got to you got to put a turn signal on so everyone in the bus knows when a turn is coming. And if you're just not going to do that, you're just going to leave everyone out in the wind. Stuff's going to go bad, right. and that's exactly what's happening here. He's so indecisive on all this stuff. And I, I, I who was it last night that was it Deandra? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably got herself sent home with that comment. Uh, just interrupted him while he was getting ready to talk to a clearly angry uh, Victoria uh, P Mm -hmm. um, said, you know, before you run off and talk to her, um, I just want to let you know, I felt marginalized and it was super unfair. And we got bruises from the football game. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't really have any problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) Ironically, it seemed pretty reasonable. Exactly. And the best was kind of look on his face like, um, well, I'm the bachelor, so I'm <laughs> obligated to say something here. <laughs> Let me just apologize. And the See? best is when he goes, <laughs> he goes, all right, look, I'm really sorry. Uh, Victoria, you ready? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, throwing gasoline on the yeah. fire and walking away from it. I yeah. Mean, there were, like you say, several moments last night where I thought, well, that wasn't smart. Yeah, well, that exactly. wasn't good. And you have to wonder how much of it is. Producer-driven, whispers in his ear, hey, maybe you should do this, or comments like what you just said, you're the bachelor, there are no rules, you can do whatever you want, Peter. I I 
I think he's well. He's clearly. I mean, this this was a theme last night amongst the women. But I mean, he's very malleable. He's mm-hmm. he's easily manipulated, and clearly, you know, he's got this vision of everyone being real and honest with him. But the people oh, yeah. around the show certainly aren't. And by the way, we'll talk about this. But the Chase Rice thing was genius. I loved it. Oh, no, 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 that was it was so mean. It was just so just hilariously mean horribly mean (laughs) and i stood up and clapped and laughed the whole time let's just go there let's start victoria f was first and she gets a one-on-one in cleveland how do you feel about cleveland and that was so funny when harris is like hey pack your bag and there's like this moment of everyone kind of sits up and moves their coffee cup and he says we're going to cleveland and (laughs) you could hear a pin drop and they're like, where's Cleveland? It wasn't even that. It was like, huh? what's Cleveland? <laughs> and notice who did not go to Cleveland. Chris Who's Harrison. That? Well, yeah, Harrison, he doesn't have time for that. Um, he doesn't, I said he doesn't go to the middle states. He just yeah, doesn't. He, no, that's, that's uh, I mean, his, his, um, his, uh, his star would shine way too bright in Cleveland. Now, oh, look, yeah. to be fair, one of my closest friends is from Cleveland. He couldn't be a lovelier person. And oh, I yeah. met his family, whatever. I mean, they're, Midwestern people are, are really nice. Cleveland gets a bad rap, I think. But oh, there's yeah. there's clearly stuff to do there. And they went in a month when you know, the weather was pleasant, whatever. And they seemed to, to enjoy once they got there. But my favorite was where everyone's just super bummed out that they're going to Cleveland. And then when they get there, you know there was a conversation <laughs> like, like, look, Cleveland. they're doing us a big favor here by letting us <laughs> use public buildings and whatever. You guys better get on the Cleveland bandwagon and start talking nice about it. And so they filmed some in the moments. Like, Cleveland is so nice. That's I had no crazy. idea. It was so wonderful here. <laughs> I'd visit again in 10 years. No problem. Okay, so Victoria F. gets the first one-on-one, and he flies her to Cedar Point Amusement Park, which is not in Cleveland. But gearing up to that, all she can talk about is how she's afraid of heights, and her clue said something about soaring or something like that, and she's convinced they're going skydiving, and she's freaking out. Yeah, she freaked out when she got in the plane. Um, yep. But, you know, she overcame her fear. Because, let's see, marriage is a lot like flying when you're afraid of heights. you got to take a leap of faith and get sure. in the plane and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I thought that she, you know, from week one, I remember I predicted that she's going to rally. And um, yeah. he's, she seems to have uh, spiked his interest. Yes. I thought, look, I didn't like the mom jeans on the date. Um, but I thought in the uh, her cocktail dress, she looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't understand the the anxiety of telling him about Chase Rice um, because, you know, far be it uh, from her to remember this, but uh, approximately 48 hours before this, she was being uh, forced to write out a sex story after <laughs> a sex story from Peter's ex-girlfriend in front sure. of the entire group. And not only that, the reason she had so much time to write her sex story was because he was in the basement with Hannah, almost asking her to come back on the show. Yeah, that is exactly right. I mean, it's the exact same thing. Um, And and I don't look the the bottom line is she should have said, look, I just dated I dated this loser. And, you know, it's really mean for them to bring him here. Yes, that's what I that's what I kept thinking, too, is. They're going to they're going to go all around and ride roller coasters again. I'm kind of questioning her fear of heights at this point, but they're riding roller coasters and catapult things and do it again, do it again. And then 
talking about their children as they drink beer in some 50s-inspired <laughs> diner. Yeah. And then he has the super secret surprise, and it is Chase Rice, the rising country music artist. Who... Have you ever heard of him? No. You ever heard of him? Uh-uh. Yeah, I haven't either. No, but Laura had. Laura knows everything. She... He looked like a little like Dirk Bentley with a beard. He does, me. and he's, he's, he's very cute. And... I don't know. I did. I wasn't listening to him because I just was. My jaw was opening. I was laughing so hard. I don't. I didn't listen to it. But get this, he has since said, and I was very careful whenever I researched things because I don't do spoilers. But he has said that he was irritated with ABC. Yeah. That they would bring her out, and he didn't know it. Supposedly, she didn't know it, and clearly, Peter didn't know it. So that's just ABC being a punk to all three of them. No, that was brutal. I mean, and and I'll give him credit. Like, you could see the kind of the, uh, you could see like the oh shit look on his face, you know? But he was like, everyone having a great time? You know, you guys having a great time? He he was professional about it. And then look, you know, he had the the bro chat with uh, Peter afterward. Um, God knows where, <laughs> what's her face went. Um, but you know, he, he could have said at that point, look, you know, this is uncool. I don't want to deal with you, but you know, look, I thought he was, he was mature and professional yeah. about it. Listen to this. It's from ET online. This was where I got this. It said before signing on for the performance, Rice said he spoke with guess who Dan plus Shay, who both of them? Uh-huh. It says Dan wow. Plushe, both okay. of them, um, who assured him it was a great opportunity to promote his music. Mm. And he said, then I go on and all this stuff happens. He says, it was just a girl that I hung out with. We knew going on that she was going to be on the show, Rice said of Victoria. I told my publicist, I was like, listen, I know a girl that's on the show. And she was like, it doesn't matter. They're not going to do that to you. We really didn't think they would put me and her on the same date. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's about to be her. They told us the name. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, so he did know. Before she actually got there. He knew the day of, yes. Okay. He knew the day of because they said he's coming with some girl named Victoria. And what (laughs) I think is so sweet is that publicist girl said, they would never put that girl on this date. Are you kidding? Yeah, don't be ridiculous. Yeah, that would be like um, sending a girl uh, whose husband died in a plane crash. And race cars to a race car date and then a private jet. That would be some, that would be weird. <laughs> that's exactly. I gotta tell you though, that's a, that's a stroke of brilliance, man. I mean, oh, she, she, I mean, somebody somebody did some digging for that because there, oh, yeah. that was another thing. Going, how did they know? How did they know? And I said, y'all. They are deep diving into these girls' Instagram profiles so far now that this is what it's come to. This is what it's come to. You don't think they didn't know Victoria and P and Alea knew each other going in? Come on. Yeah, well, you know, the funniest part was I thought to myself, remember when they they, they hug it out in City Hall? Um, And by the way, there's nothing more romantic than a public building with defibrillators all over the walls. Yes, Um, just in case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but uh, after they hugged it out and, and they walk outside, wouldn't it have been funny if, like, she also dated the cello player? No. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't got, thinking ahead on that yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. They 
<laughs> Should have hired Chase Rice again to play the cello. So then here's the other thing that was a big deal. So the song he sang is Lonely If You Are. And here's one of the lyrics. He claims this is not about Victoria. He did not write this song about Victoria. Of course Here's he one of the lyrics. If it's Monday and it's over, you know the show your girls all come over for. And the red wine's getting lower and your last friend's out the door. When there's no more roses to go around, hit me up, girl. You know I'm down. <laughs> that didn't occur to uh, to Peter while he was uh, fumbling around on stage. No, he was too busy saying, maybe Chase Rice could sing at her wedding. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but oh I agree God. with you. I agree with you. My watching party kept saying, I don't understand what the big deal is because she is melting, falling apart, saying, I used to date Chase Rice. Now, the the funny part was whenever <laughs> whenever <laughs> Peter goes, Chase? Like Chase the Rice? Singer? The singer? Yeah, at like that the concert? Guy, yeah, like the guy that huh? performed, the guy I talked yeah. to and shook hands with? Yeah, that so guy. I, I think that that's where Peter was kind of like, meh, because she didn't whisper to him as they were dancing or as they were going up saying, oh, my gosh, I used to date that guy to show that she was concerned about this. Because his next follow-up question is, well, do you still like him? Because yeah. that feels like, oh, no. And she even said, and he didn't want me to come on the show, which sounds like, oh, so you knew him moments before? or yeah. So it was all just very sketchy. But she does what Victoria F. does, and she went off into the corner by the defibrillator and cried it out, and he follows her and affirms, 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 and they make out in a dark corner because she thinks we can't see or hear her, and then they go out to her high school ex-boyfriend playing the cello, and it's over. Yeah. So, oh, well, we think it's over. We think un- it's over. Until, mm-hmm. you know, and by the way, I was just amazed that, A, Alea knew where they were in Cleveland. Oh, isn't that um, crazy? It's fine, what a coincidence. Friends. And not only that, but um, she also apparently had packed her bags mm-hmm. um, before Peter asked her to come back on the show. Absolutely, she did. You so, have to be prepared. It also appeared that she got her own room with a king-size bed, so that might have <laughs> been a, a fair trade-off. <laughs> um, that might have been a Yay, fair trade-off for all, the, yeah, for all the abuse that she had to take from... Um, what a bad, dis- I mean, I know we're getting ahead of myself, but God, I couldn't believe it. He's like, yeah, do you want to come back? I'm like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. After the football date and everything. Mm-hmm. And then to give her the date rose. Stupidity. I mean, come on. Stupidity. Somebody yeah. told him that was smart and he listened. That was dumb. Yeah. But. I'm going to get some sleep. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Leia, enjoy your time with uh, the girls. Congratulations on the rose. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Psych. Okay, so the second group date is everyone besides Victoria F. and Kelsey. And they all go, because Cleveland is known for their sports, you know. But he anyway, also and then, said that Superman was born in Cleveland. Yeah, Superman was born in another planet. That, that hit me too. <laughs> Superman was not born in Cleveland. Superman was born in what's it? Krypton. Krypton. Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, if you watch um, Smallville on the WB in the last decade, he was born he lived in Kansas. Well, Superman was born in Krypton and then Marlon Brando puts him in an egg <laughs> and he gets sent <laughs> to the shoots him to, out and he lands yeah. in a wheat field in Kansas. That's right. Rural yeah, Kansas. Mm, that's good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so they're playing football. It's it's a football game where 
I don't know. It's it's what we've seen a million times before. This team against that team, and whoever wins, they get the cocktail party with Peter that night, and the other girls have to go home. Yeah. Well, there was a tie, and because ABC is evil, they didn't do a tiebreaker, which meant 13 girls, not counting Alea, are all at this cocktail party, and they are already tense because they know they're not going to get a lot of alone time with him. I mm-hmm. should point out, too, that Vicky P. feigned some sort of back injury, so she stood mm-hmm. on the sideline with Peter the entire time, either making out or getting a massage. Yeah. Um, again, a poor choice by Peter yes. um, to just leave that on display. Yes. But the other the other thing that uh, occurred to me was, um, now when, when it was declared a tie and the game was over and everyone gets to go to the cocktail party, you know, I was I was indifferent. However, in hindsight, I think a conversation was had. Hey, wouldn't it be better if all thirteen of these girls got to see Alea walk in mm-hmm. and just the the claws come out, which is exactly mm-hmm. what happened. Especially when she walks up walks up the stairs and blows them all a kiss, mm-hmm. and then rounds the corner. Before that, though, they were all ticked off because Vicky P is the one who grabbed him first. And so mm-hmm. there was a there was a little bit of a we have to have a talk with her when she came back because she spent the entire sideline with him. And I will tell you, it looked like a pretty decent game. Sheanne made four touchdowns and Deandra was going after it and Kelly was throwing the ball and Hannah Ann was getting clobbered. I mean, they were playing hard. They weren't yeah. playing silly by any means. So you saw the bruises on their arms and the ace bandages and the cuts and everything, <laughs> yeah. which was pretty – it showed that that was a tough game. They they were playing hard for Peter's love. Yeah. And then uh, right when they're about to lay into Victoria is when Alea comes up those stairs, blows them a kiss, and then goes and in- interrupts Sheanne. Now, Peter could have easily said, hang on, Alea. I'll get yeah, right back yeah. to you. And he was like, Sheanne, hey – I got to talk to her. Get up, get up, get up, get up. And then he's She's just like, how'd you get to Cleveland? Yeah. How'd you get to Cleveland? Well, Chase Rice <laughs> gave me a ride in his tour bus. <laughs> yeah, where I where I surf the internet from San Antonio all the way to freaking Cleveland. <laughs> But she needed to come back and and share her truth. She just needed to share her truth because her character had been clobbered. And again, for the second week in a row, it becomes she said, she said. Here's Alea saying, no, I know Victoria P. We were going to go on a trip on Vegas. Her number's in my phone, which Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense to Peter because she's only supposed to know her collectively for three hours. And I think Alea's telling the truth. Yeah, you? no, I, I, I think um, Victoria clearly, um, she, she, she sputtered, or, yeah, yes. she sputtered around yes. trying to explain it, and she did everything but say, you know, I'm sorry, but she right. said, well, Peter asked me, you know, I didn't see the, I didn't see the, I can't remember, I'm paraphrasing, but right. she basically didn't see the need to go into detail. Exactly. And then when he said, you said you weren't even friends, and but you went to Vegas together, and she goes. Well, I, I didn't really take the time to get to know her. Right. <laughs> like, oh, my like, gosh. Oh. And so, you know what girls do? And they, when they go to Vegas together, they sleep in the same bed and, you know, they do all that kind of stuff girls do. Guys would never, you know, guys have to have their own space. Girls can bunk, <laughs> bunk together for some reason. 
Well, she, this is, this was the part that just kind of infuriated me. And I was proud of Peter for not being weird in that moment about it. But in true Peter fashion, he takes Victoria P and drags her over to where Alea is. And the three of them sit down and he kind of says, okay, go. Yeah. Victoria is messing with Alea's hair. She's wiping away tears. And then they hug and Peter goes, but wait, nothing has been settled. Somebody is still lying. And they just go, yes, we're burying the hatchet. Okay, <laughs> who's lying again? Because we haven't, nothing has been settled. We are not denying anything and we're not confirming anything. What's going on? And yeah. they smile at him. I mean, that is pageant training 101. Well, and his biggest biggest fear, as he's told us a million times, is getting to the end of this and and someone hasn't shown their true colors. Oh, no, so, the truth. what is going whatever. on? I, I thought uh, Victoria took a few steps back this week. I, yes, I thought I'd she, agree. she, you know, she was on solid ground up until the Alea visit. But mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. what do you, do you think? Here, here's what I think is going to happen. I, I think, I think she loses it. And I think she either Who says, I can't it? do it. Who loses it? Alea. Okay. Alea next week. I, I think she either loses it and just can't handle the pressure and goes home. Or he tells her, look, this is not good for the the mix. And I made a wrong decision. I made another mistake. Uh, you need to leave. I think I think that's what happens. I, there's no way they're going to keep her around um, with, the, with the mutiny. I mean, it was like freaking Fletcher Christian, uh, you know, mutiny on the bounty. I mean, they all turned on him the second yeah. he – let her back in with, yeah. with, the, with you know, understandable. I agree. I, I so um, here's, here's what I think he's thinking in his brain, just to catch everybody up. He goes and stares at the sharks in the aquarium for a little while and he reflects and he convinces himself, okay, well, there's Victoria P who I really, really like and Alea who I'm really, really attracted to. They're getting along. So that's okay. I should have followed my gut and I didn't. I listened to other people, a.k.a. five other people, who told me she was the worst. I should have followed my gut. I'm going to follow my gut. He should have just said, Alea, you can come back, which I don't agree with, but Alea, you can come back. But instead, he took that extra step and said, in front of everyone, at the rose, the cocktail rose part, the date rose part, he said, yeah, I should have, I should have listened to my gut, Alea, would you accept this rose? So she gets the date rose for a date that she wasn't on, and nobody says anything at that point. They just all go home. But then we get the big, the big hurrah at the at the actual rose ceremony. Do you think that's what happened, or do you think the producer said you have to let Alea back? Well, I mean, clearly the decision was made before she walked in. You know, because, because she she there. couldn't. Have, yeah, I mean, she yeah. she's in Cleveland dressed up ready to you know she's clearly got other clothes with her her pajamas and everything else i mean she had to know um but i think the look on his face was sincere he was like what are you doing here um so they didn't tell him but clearly the decision was made to have her back Mm -hmm. um by by someone other than peter well here's here's another weird thing that happened i think so kelsey gets the third date it was uneventful. We don't even have to talk a lot about it. They did soapbox derby and played games and then had dinner on a yacht. And she told him about her 
daddy issues. Parents and daddy issues and then big, huge fireworks. So not a lot happened, except at the very beginning. I thought his sweater was questionable, first of all, old man sweater. Mm -hmm. But then he says, I have to tell you something. And he takes her over and sits her down on a bench. And he tells her that Alea is back as if she does not know that Alea is back. Do you think if you have a one-on-one date, you get to go and be away from everybody else? Because why wouldn't she know that Alea's back? I have no idea, uh, number one. Um, but I thought, look, the the Kelsey date answered a lot of questions for me um, with the divorce issue and the, the dad leaving to go to Mexico and start a new family. I mean, mm-hmm. she's clearly got some childhood trauma. And mm-hmm. she admitted as much that, hey, this really interferes with who I am. And, and of course, Peter turns it around. It's like, you're such a strong woman, um, which basically means that, you know, you, you have um, – control issues and, you know, daddy issues that I'm never going to be able to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought her answer to that question when, when she said, um, all right, look, she's back. You got to figure this out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't want to be standing at the end mm-hmm. and have you wonder, think mm-hmm. what if mm-hmm. her perfect answer. Perfect. And I even yelled it at the TV. Perfect. Um, and I, and I thought Kelsey did really, really, really well on that date and she scored a lot more points. So she's out of, um, Taking the champagne in the face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's overcome that, in my opinion, whereas Victoria P. took several steps back today. I feel like her answer was so perfect and perfectly delivered that she had it prepared going in. I'll agree with that, but it was still a good answer. No, it's a very good answer. It's the, it's the perfect answer, and he even said that. He's like, I couldn't have asked for anything better to happen, you know. He, yeah, him in his Jack London sweater. Oh, it was bad. And then he was Steve Jobs' sweater at the at the dinners, that black turtleneck. Anyway, they kissed. Do you think he likes her, or has she just moved up the ladder, in your opinion? She's not a front-front runner, right? But she's no, in the he, mix. He, He's fine with her. He likes okay. her. But okay. I think, you know, that the shame is, I mean, she is, I think she's absolutely gorgeous. She's, mm-hmm. she's definitely, I mean, I would put her up. I, th- I think I've said this before. I think she's the prettiest one there, mm-hmm. um, but she's a little thin on personality. Yeah. She's not bubbly or, you know, energetic. She just seems to kind of exist. And then just to lay the whole, you know, my family's terrible issues on him. I mean, that, that look. Let's be honest. For a guy like Peter, whose parents are perfect and renew their vows every ten years at the cost of ABC, um, <laughs> and and take weird people that they don't know to the renewal of vows, like for all that and his family, um, you know, for him to be faced with a decision like, look, Kelsey's this, and for instance, Hannah Ann is this, he's going to go with who has the best family. Yeah. So that is a, a big factor. That I think. is true. Then we head to the rose ceremony. Kelsey gets her rose, of course. So. Victoria F. has a rose on her one-on-one date. Alea has a rose from the date she didn't attend. And now Kelsey has a date. I mean, a date rose. We get to the rose ceremony. And as you said, Peter walks in. He drove in 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 Lexi's convertible, presumably, and walks up and sort of addresses the crowd just vaguely and then says, Victoria P., can I talk to you? And that's when Deandra... She said, excuse me, I have to say something. I was very proud of her in that moment. Natasha kind of piled on a little bit. Everybody else is nodding their head in agreement. You kind of think Peter is just thinking, yeah, I'm the bachelor. This happens. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, Victoria, can you go? I think Peter, it never occurred to him that they would be mad because I I think he's that clueless. I don't think he counted on the 
the mutiny, but yeah. I, I do think he, he had a no that bringing her back the, the funniest part too. And I don't know how you get a, an answer to this question, but when, when you're as disliked as Alea is, mm-hmm. and someone says to you, why doesn't everybody like you? Like, how are you supposed to answer that? I don't like, know. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm caustic. I'm, <laughs> but she says, well, I have a big personality. She does. And that's, that's mm. a euphemism for, you know, I've pissed everybody off in the house. I'm a yeah. terrible person. Uh, let's, yeah. let's talk real quick. I want, you want to get your opinion on McKenna. Um, she's so young. Um, well, that's where the sentence ends. Yes. She yeah, is a that's... young one. And, and it's as if she has never experienced mean girls. Yeah, she's just so young, and I don't think she, even if she has, I don't think she's um, emotionally mature enough to handle it. She's clearly on the verge of breaking down, and then last night, I think what she said was, he's so perfect, he's exactly what I want, and I'm like, yeah, come on. You don't know what you want. Mm -hmm. Do you think she, do you you remember when when they brought, uh, when we went to Demi's house a long time ago? Yes. And and Demi had her her name on her wall, (laughs) like. You think McKenna has a similar setup <laughs> and a crown, house? a princess crown? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. A little coat, coat rack with her initials or something. So like that. true. Yes. Yes. I want to talk about Victoria P. When when Peter apologizes to Deandra and Natasha yeah. for not knowing that that had hurt them so hard, and then he goes, Victoria P., you want to come? And she uh-uh. says, no, I don't want to talk to you, but I will. I guess I will. And I thought, whoa. Yeah, she got a little snippy, didn't she? She got snippy, and do you? And she is mad at him because he clearly does not trust her. Do you think she has a reason to be this ticked off at him? I, I think Based she Based took- on her reaction to Alea the day before. Yeah, she, she took his comment about people deceiving him. I think he meant it generally that he was, he was, what, what did he say? He was, he didn't use the word manipulated, but he, he said he listened to other people or something like right. that. I think she took that as a direct attack oh, on. Oh, okay. That he was only talking about her when he clearly okay. wasn't. But yeah, she got real snippy, um, which I think, look, I think that's a valid, um, you you got to see somebody angry um, if if you know yeah. if a relationship's going to work you know yeah. and so um, I, you know she kind of played it a little close to the vest she she bordered on irrational but she ended up listening and so I don't know well it's, it's and hard. she also said you know you need to you don't even know what happened yesterday you should talk to Victoria Fuller and he said what happened yesterday and she said not my story to tell. Yeah, And so then we learn that <laughs> after the group date where Alea gets the rose for, again, not attending the group date where everybody almost killed themselves, and she casually mentions to McKenna, and I think Lexi was out there, oh, and about how Victoria F. dated Chase Rice. That was weird. And they all double take going, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, y'all didn't know that? What? I like how nobody, no, nobody, nobody says, who's Chase Rice? Right, <laughs> right, because they all heard that Victoria went and Chase Rice was there singing, and isn't that fun? And that's where she ended it. She chose not to tell the girls, which I think was smart, that she had previously dated the guy. So now that has spread like wildfire, and Victoria F., speaking of showing yourself when you're angry... Little sweet Victoria F., who always cowers in a corner, goes and lays into Alea and saying that she can't believe she did that. And why did she tell everybody? And 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 Alea's defense is, oh, well, I thought everyone knew. Why wouldn't you have told them? 
So Alejo did some digging during her time when she got her phone back after she got kicked off. Maybe a lot of information she received on Chase Rice's tour bus. I don't know, but Victoria F. was hot. Yeah, she was not too happy, was she? Um, but he, here, <laughs> the funniest part, too, again, Alea appeared to have her own room. She <laughs> which, did? Yeah. A king-size bed. Perfect. Um, number one. And number two, when, when, uh, when uh, What's-Her-Face gets in there, um, did you notice the editing um, faux pas? The glass of wine she had was at different levels. Oh. <laughs> so, depending on the scene, go back and watch it. Like, she walks in there, it's it's almost empty. And then, like, when she really starts getting pissy, it's, like, almost full. halfway full. Yeah. So, you know, you know, they set her down, like, hey, 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 Victoria F., come over here. I really want to, I want to apologize for the Chase Rice thing. Here, look, get some wine. Yeah. Um, there you go. And, you know, 30 minutes later, she's two, three glasses in. And they're like, hey, by the way, Alea's down the hall. Why don't you go chat with her with our camera crew? Um, that didn't work out. And uh, you could see Alea, like, I can't reason with this person. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. She sort of told her off, but didn't really say much. That's right. That's and exactly right. And by the way, I don't understand why that's such a big deal. I don't either. I I don't either. Who cares? Like, so she dated some, you know, they've, country singer. They've all dated somebody famous. I'm sure you could go back and see somebody famous that they've all dated. You and, know and again, there are sports figures out there that they've sure. dated and Instagram influencer people, probably former bachelor people they've they dated. They probably all slept with Nick Vile. Absolutely. They, or yeah. Blake at Stagecoach. You name it. <laughs> They've all done it. Nick's a little too old for all of them now. Blake's the new Nick. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the other thing that I was curious about uh, with uh, Victoria F. is why she didn't bring up the Hannah situation. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, the, the Hannah B. The Hannah oh, B. okay. To, to him, to Peter. I mean, he rubbed that. She was there night one, and then she was there in that, that weird sex, sex story date. date. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and then he was like, "Well, it took a lot of courage to tell me you you broke up with a country star that was uh, forced upon us on a one on one day." I know it didn't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Courage. Not at all. I mean, it's I not like she's running into a burning building and you know rescuing somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, it's just like, hey, I used to date this guy. <laughs> that one time, <laughs> he wrote a yeah. song about me. It's not a big deal. A, yeah, he in fact he sang it on our date. <laughs> So we didn't have a bracket winner this week because we didn't have a rose ceremony this week. So I have no idea how that messes with the bracket or whatever. But well, I, I think Deandra's going home. Okay, That's my... I was going to ask you who who do you think is going home, Deandra? Deandra's going home, and and I think if she if she wasn't on the bubble, the fact that she was the first person to speak up and say. You know, I'm mad at you, Peter, or whatever. I don't think that did her any favors. You don't think uh, he'll think, oh, I need to keep her around because she's mad. No, he's okay. over that. Um, I think Kiera, I, I haven't yeah. seen anything from her. That's just, if, if you look at the the scope of women that, yeah. you know, he, she hasn't said anything. She hasn't really been on group dates. She, I mean, she's failed to distinguish herself. And then I was on the, on the edge about this. Now I got to tell you in my, in my, um, in the, in the, what do you call it? The bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls are all listed kind of vertically. They're all like the headshots are on top of each other. Right. And, uh, I was clicking and I was trying to think who I was going to pick and I thought, well, maybe Natasha's going home and I clicked on the little box that you're the little circle you click on to eliminate yeah. her. Right. But I accidentally clicked on Savannah cause Savannah is right below <laughs> Natasha. 
So I clicked on the wrong one. And then I thought, you know what? This is Chris Harrison (laughs) speaking to me. Um, And I thought about, in fact, I texted you and said, "Hmm." I know you did. I said, you know what? I'm leaving it. I'm going to leave it. That's right. So Savannah, who, who, God bless her, covered her boobs this week. Okay, good. Um, uh, it's, I was between Savannah and Sheehan um, and Natasha. I thought one of those three is going home. But I, then I thought Natasha. But then I accidentally clicked Savannah, and I'm sticking with Savannah. So my three going home, I think, Deandra, Kiera, and Savannah. I'm okay. saying they're gone. And I think Sheehan, because of her football prowess and the fact that she got um, – pushed out by Alea um, in her one-on-one. Oh, that'll give I, her an extra week. I think it will give her an extra week, yes. I would probably agree with that. I think he likes her-ish. I don't know. We Again, we never see anybody. This is the strangest season so far that we yeah. don't know anything about anyone except for our except for our top six or so. Yeah. Shan's kind of pouty. I think every time he talks yeah. to her, she's like in a, she, in a bad mood. She did waste her one-on-one time about how, I can't believe that you have all of this go, and I just really fought for you on that field. And yeah. But then Alea comes and ruins the whole entire moment. So, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know how you play a football game without yard markers. There were no stripes, <laughs> on, no stripes on that field. Well, I'm and really that, glad that football player explained what a touchdown was. Well, good. Yeah, was I mean, good. The, the Cleveland Tom and Morty were mm. incredibly <laughs> unhelpful. I don't even know. Like, I don't, I don't know who they were. Like, the, and Peter hugged him like he's known him, you know, his entire life. Like, hey, this is just so like, just like Chase Rice. He's <laughs> known him that long. He probably just said, "Did you did now before I shake your hand and hug you? Did you guys date anybody? On this? <laughs> Do you guys go to Stagecoach?" <laughs> Uh, hey, you know what else has, has not come what up? What if Chase rises at stagecoach? Oh my <laughs> gosh! I hope that that's be, in the works. That would be the best. Um, here now again. Remember what we have coming is we have somebody's a virgin, right? Yes, I think um, it's Madison. I do too. I, I was going to mm-hmm. say Madison or McKenna, but I don't think McKenna sticks around. I think Madison's going to stick around mm-hmm. to hometowns, mm-hmm. and th- it may come out there. Okay. Um, but I, I was going to say Madison and McKenna, but I, I, I think McKenna goes home pretty quickly, like within the next week or so. All right. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe she, she's got to make it overseas, right? I think so. I think McKenna, I think McKenna is, is at the tail end, but she's in there for some reason yeah. he likes her and it's probably yeah. the, the young impressionable part of her. Sure. Um, and, and, um, I think, I mean, front runners, um, uh, Hannah Ann and, um, Madison. I mean, I'd have to say that, mm-hmm. you know, even though Hannah Ann has been silent for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's coming. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly, I think way too mature. She's going to burn out. So last week's recap, I always like to read the comments. And I liked how I liked how Rosa and Shelly both pointed out that I brought back Jake Pavelka in his plane in that hangar and wondered if one of them <laughs> was his plane. And like you said, he what does he fly over? What is, what is he? What he is flies it? a cargo plane filled with fake vomit and rubber dog shit from Hong Kong to L.A. for use in stores like Spencer's and. <laughs> wasn't that true though? He wasn't an airline pilot, was he? he, he didn't he fly cargo planes? I'm pretty sure you made that up. No, I think it's true. Right? Or you always <laughs> talked about how he built gazebos. Yeah, remember that was so weird. He he they said he was from Dallas. He was, and he lived in Denton. Denton. That's different. Yeah. 
It was much different. It's not even like in the Metroplex. And by the way, everyone in Dallas has such a freaking, uh, you know, big, 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 excited look on their face when they say Metroplex. Metroplex. Um, it's the only place I know that uses the word Metroplex. <laughs> Cleveland um, doesn't have a Metroplex? No, that's, I know it's, it's just like, you know, it's like uh, the city or, you know, like, I don't oh, know, like okay. greater, greater Austin or something or whatever. Or it's, it's not a Metroplex. I don't understand. Anyway, oh. Denton is not even part of the Metroplex. And, and, and we had a look at Jake building gazebos in his freaking yard and his starter home in Denton. That guy. I, I mean, why am I tortured with him? How long ago was know. that, by the way? Like 2010 or something. And then he remember that he just milked it. He was on. He did oh, chip and everything. Yes. Why don't you tell people? I don't think we mentioned you were in Austin recently, correct? Because uh-huh. yeah. I saw you. Right. Um, and uh, where did you stay? I stayed at the Hyatt. On, which is on which was Lake or something yeah, like that. Lady Bird Lake Hyatt. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the significance of that? I had to remind you. <laughs> it's where. Jason Mesnick first pulled a Mesnick. No, 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 no. Oh, no? It's where, it's where uh, Jake and Jillian and um, Wes had their confrontation oh, and Jake yeah. cried on the balcony. Jake pulled a Mesnick. Jake pulled a Mesnick. Um, <laughs> and that was the hotel you stayed at. You should have asked for the, the Pavelka room. The, the Pavelka suite. <laughs> It comes with uh, a step stool to get to the sink and extra <laughs> tissues. <laughs> and a, a red phone to Chris Harrison when you're, one of your 24 women cheats on you during your date. <laughs> Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Hey, thank you all so much for listening. Some guy in Austin and I are excited to partner with Amy and Scott over at last night's game to bring you an official Peter the Pilot bracket. You can find a link in the show notes over at the website or in my Instagram profile. We'd love for you all to join us as we fly through Peter's journey to find love with a woman who isn't fresh out of college. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. And make sure to follow me on the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my regular books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. I'll be holding you. And now, a moment with Mama. Hi, Slink. Well, let me see what I have right now. So far, only, I feel like only a few select girls have had any time with Peter. Uh, The other girls are just having to sit around and twiddle their thumbs, wondering when their time is going to happen. When he was called out by one of the girls, oh gosh, um, no, I was loving it. When he was called out by one of the girls, how unhappy she was about the rose going to Aki Victoria. Well, that, that would be Victoria P. Uh, I'm glad she did. I'm, I was really glad she did. He needs to wake up and smell his roses. Really? 
and give some thought about what he wants in a, in a wife. He might even find one if he ventured out from the select few. I'm not kidding. Could it, but you know what? He could still be hung up on Miss Universe. I, I don't know. I'm, it, yeah, she's pretty, but shoot. Uh, not sure about her. Not really sure about her. But time will tell. And I hope he will give some of the other girls a chance. I really do. You might even be surprised how cool they are. I hope some of them are cool. Looking forward to this happening. Come on, Peter. Take a chance. Okay. I'm through for now. It's so perfect for a flying honeymoon, they say. Let's fly!